name Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey there, Nels. Hey, Jesse. Episode 56. And a very special episode. That's right. Because you made a video game. I did. Oh, I did. You I did. released a Viking Squad. I know it seems so long ago now, it does. but it's actually been like a week and a half. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's been a crazy blur. It came out on 10-4, good buddy. October 4th. Oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. Well, what, if, if the folks haven't heard us prattling along in the past about... Viking Squad, what is it? Viking Squad is a broader big throwback to the 90s, where, like where I grew up and cut my teeth and lost my quarters in the arcades <laughs> of Streets Perfect. of Rage and Golden Axe. Uh, we uh, took it, we wanted to clean up, make it a little bit more harder, a little bit more precise in the combat, fix the Z-axis, or Z-axis for our American listeners. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pick between four Vikings, built by a core group of three people out of Vancouver, Canada. And uh, with the audio by the very awesome guys, as you all know, the Power Up Audio guys, and the music done by our bearded bard, Mr. Gordon McGlattery. Who also very helpfully engineers this podcast. Yeah, shown <laughs> So yeah, came out uh, about two and a half years of work. We're really, really happy. Well, it's, it's, it's done. It's out there. PS4 and Steam. And we're going to be updating it all the time. Uh, just try to get, you know, more numbers and... Up to three players, local and online. Yeah, built by one man. crazy. That's right. One very tall Dutchman. Yep. Nick, <laughs> Nick the Windmill Wanders, tallest coder in the game. <laughs> and Kaylee Charchuk, the Ukraine brain. He's our uh, combat designer, so... Shout out to those guys. Thank you so much for all the support. And all you guys that uh, listen, now you know that me and Els both have games that have, we have been made during the course of this podcast, Oh my God, that's true. Which is super crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well, that, that is kind of an interesting milestone, actually. Yeah, well done. That's not good. So, we kind of did it. So yeah, yeah if folks were curious, definitely on your PlayStation 4 or on your cool computer, go get a Viking Squad. It's really good. It, 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 for me, it's very remissant of a, a big favorite of mine, Castle Crashers. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Dan Paladin. I've been called a hack of him many times. <laughs> I think you, I think you got your own special sauce. You got Thank your you. own flavor. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Maybe. So hey, thanks a lot, Nels, and thanks a lot everybody else who gets and supports the game. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, it's tough keeping the team of three alive for like our visibility is it's tough to get out there, and that's what it all is right now. And uh, yeah. Anyways, much appreciated. So thanks a lot. Yeah. Always. Uh, but but the sweetest Viking squad is. I mean, it's impossibly sweet. <laughs> We got, we got, we got some other things to talk about. That's right. What, what are we talking about Think, today? Things now? have risen. Things have escalated. escalated. Es- we got escalation. That's right. The the third data pack in this proving to be <laughs> qu- quite dramatic <laughs> flashpoint cycle. Straight up bonkers for the technical yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you want to start? Let's start with runners. We should definitely start with like, uh, we're gonna do IDs. Always IDs first. Always IDs first. Always I, IDs I always first. screwed up because I'm like start at the beginning, Jess. Yeah. But no, but start with IDs. ID first, and IDs we first. have one one cool guy. Love this runner, Mr. O- Omar Kyung. Yes, Omar Kyung, conspiracy theorist. This he is theorizes great. about. He them. theorizes about it. Uh, this guy's great. So he's this awesome like old crotchety like kind of. Uh, the guy that taught Danielson, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's he's this old old dude, and he's a he's an anarch. He's a forty five twelve, so he takes a big hit on the influence. But check this out. He's so he's a natural. He doesn't got the G mod stuff or the cybernetic parts. His his ability is click make a run on archives. If successful, instead treat it as a successful run on another central server. Use this ability once per turn. Yep. Whoa! So he basically starts the game with a much better sneak door beta installed for free. Yeah. That 
it's pretty good. This is this is gonna slow down. So this is an awesome ability, and it's gonna slow down the corpse because they gotta spread the rice out a lot. Yeah, because they need to stop. <laughs> you, you you cannot win the game against Omar with an empty archives. Correct. You Correct. will not. Yeah, but then you know. Okay, well we're probably gonna. It's like, what, what, do, you, do you actually start by putting ice on archives? Yeah. Because then at least they don't have the choice of HQ or R&D. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just have to go for the one that doesn't have other ice on it. That's right. It's uh, it's nuts. This I is, mean, yeah. This, get, this, sorry, this is where Next is going to just get out of control. Because, <laughs> boom, right there, you already set up. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he is, he is. I think, has the potential to be very, very interesting. Perfect um, balance on the uh, influence yeah. hit. Especially given, I mean, obviously, this is a thing that will change as just the, the, the tides rise and fall. But right now, given how prolific a lot of stuff on the most wanted list is, yeah. you have to be especially deliberate with your influence. Sure. Which I think is good, right? Because Definitely. Because if, if you could just slap every single different flavor of ice destruction and also like account siphons and stuff. He would be very potent and also not super interesting. Yeah. So this, you actually kind of have to make some hard decisions with what other stuff you want. Which is cool. And, and, and I think that cool. it's pretty, pretty flexible too is in yeah. depending on where you want to go, which is yeah. super fun. And that's this, this is a runner that just made me feel good about, about, about the game. Yeah. Definitely. Also a fantastic rebirth target for anarchs. Oh yeah. Rebirth. Like I've been an old man all along. <laughs> you thought I was a hot, sexy reporter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm actually old. But, but we've been married for years. <laughs> and you also, I, I don't know if you noticed because all the on the card art's a little bit small. But if you actually see on some of the the bigger art that's been on the website, oh, he yeah. has true tattooed on across one of his knuckles. But that makes me wonder what's on his other hand. Yeah, because it can't be true. Fact? It's probably it's probably True Lies, his favorite movie from the. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Actually, it might be what it is. Oh, if there's a future card that has Omar on it with both of those, and it, that's correct, I will buy you a beer. Okay, okay, there we go. You heard it here first. It's True Lies on Omar's hands, his favorite movie from the '90s. <laughs> it does that needn't be the justification oh, for great. you to cash in your pint. Oh, great! You know, because yeah. it actually might be. Yeah, not impossible. <laughs> not impossible. But Mr. Kyung also comes with his own fancy new console. Oh, yeah. Which isn't good just for him, by the by. This is <laughs> just good ge- generally good. <laughs> it is Obelisk. Obelisk. It gives you plus one MU. It is three influence, four bucks to install, so pretty beefy. Uh, but what it does is also pretty beefy. Um, first, your maximum hand size is increased by one for each tag that you have. Okay. And then... Completely unrelated to that, the first time a successful run on R&D or HQ ends, say if you used Omar ability to sneak to like get into the archives that way, um, <laughs> you draw one card for each card you accessed during that run. Wow. An important note is, so say, okay. tear, tearing, in, tearing into R&D. Got it. Uh, corpse getting cheeky. They have put... Say, oh, what's a good upgrade? Uh, an ash, an ash on R and D. But you get in there, you beat the trace, or you or you sneak in, whatever. And so you're accessing the top card R and D, but you're also accessing that upgrade, and thus you're drawing two cards. You're, two cards. you're accessing two cards. Exactly. Oh man. So for some insane reason, they've stacked like four upgrades onto HQ. <laughs> you're just like, give me, give me all the cards. That is awesome. Yeah. So even outside of you know, shenanigans with the interfaces or medium or nerve agent where you're like actually just 
accessing more of the normal cards that are in R&D or HQ, you, upgrades also just count. This is rad. This is this is awesome, aggressive Anarch draw. It is it's absurdly aggressive. Super cool. So obviously, stacking this thing up with Faust yeah. is egregious. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> the only thing you don't want to do, probably don't want to pair it with Eater. No, definitely. Probably don't want to no. do that. Eater's probably not the move. Not the move. I don't think so. And I read that um, an obelisk is like the division symbol. And really? Yeah. And so, but oh. it is actually used in ancient manuscripts for questionable passages. Like, Seriously? something's not right here. Yeah. I oh did. my God. Uh, even I did a bit of homework because I'm so excited about Escalation. Wow. <laughs> is that crazy? Deep lore. Deep lore. That is, I did, I learned, I learned something today. <laughs> It's, it's, the more you know. Yeah, that's um, why we do it. Yeah. So super Obelisk, cool concert. It, wow. it, it's uh, very console. cool. I think in any in any deck that you know, uh, in general, multi access is good. Drawing cards is good. Yeah. Ergo. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you? Okay. Can you imagine? I, the, I find that FFG always puts a thing like drawing cards is more expensive than getting money. Mm-hmm. And so this to me just is is just really kind of crazy. Yeah. When you, like like uh, picture a money making. Uh, console that did the same kind of thing right you get a credit like, for everything oh you mean desperado yeah it's basically like desperado ish for sure yeah but it's got that other flexibility that 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 crazy tag thing if you're going super tag me like yep. don't care tag me well that's the other thing is it like it actually kind of maybe gives you like good damage protection right yeah you're like okay well i'm gonna take you know oh i got hit by hard-hitting news yeah but my hand size is eight now i'll just draw yeah you want to hit me with two scorches okay sure so fine, what's whatever. the lore that that, that you're so like you're, uh, is it because you're so like noticed that everybody's like oh he's right like he isn't crazy and then he gets protection from people maybe is that kind of maybe it it's something like that okay yeah okay. that could be interesting it's just yeah it's like if it, if if everyone if if, okay, if MBN's trying to find him and Whalen's trying to find him and yeah. they found him it's like you're something part, must you're be going this, on you're part of this weird community of like conspiracy theorist weirdos that can help and help give you, you give you a lot more resources yeah something like that so. you've yeah. got a big network because you're at home in the deep web and you're notorious whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> um finally yep finally i'm gonna do a cool new program yeah schwarz capella <laughs> oh sorry i mean black orchestra <laughs> <laughs> of course what's this nels what's this, this new one is uh the 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 code gate companion to the to the already quite popular paperclip yeah um, obviously, it's a code gate, and anarchs are like not so great at breaking no. those code gates. I mean, we we had force of nature. We we yeah. we tried. So this is better than that, at least. Um, just like it is a oh, so first it's three to install, one mu, two influence, and just like paperclip, whenever you encounter a code gate, you may install black orchestra from your heat, paying its full install cost. Yeah. So unlike <laughs> unlike paperclip, its actual subroutine breaking ability is. You spend three credits and you gain plus two strength on this icebreaker's base strength of two. Yep. Um, and now if at that point you have matched or exceeded the strength of the ice you're currently encountering, you could also break up to two subroutines. Okay. However. Oh boy. <laughs> if, if you have not done that, like say you're encountering a, oh, I don't know, six strength code gate. Right. Not sure how many of those there are around. <laughs> Hanging around. Multiple subroutines. Uh, there aren't there aren't many yet. I don't know if we're going to see any more uh, anytime soon. No, no. Um, maybe not in the next twenty minutes. <laughs> um, but that means that if if there were say a six strength code gate that had three subroutines, you would have to pay not six, but nine credits to break all of its subs. Whoa! You can pay six to break two, and then just eat one. Yep. 
Um, but that that initial three credits to increase the strength, the subroutine part just doesn't it count. It comes with it. So yeah. it isn't the most efficient code gate breakers. But hey, Anarchs have not. never been good with those creamy code gates. That's right. They haven't been. <laughs> they like their ice. Their roughage. Firm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, but it does fit. It, 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 is, it feels like a very nice companion with Yogg. Right, where it's kind of sure. like yeah. if you get hit by a cyberdex at the wrong time, or you know, there's just good old Lotus Field, like especially because you can just toss us in the bin, and they don't have a Lotus Field, they don't care. Yeah, but if they do, you're like, aha, all right, I'll install this, break Lotus Field for three, which is what it costs with Gordian anyway. Yep. So it's like, in that case, it's not four, four, four strength code gates, or five strength with two subs. <laughs> oh, no, 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 sorry, four strength with two subs. That's the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are there any? I don't I don't think so. Coke, uh, there might be some of the weird ones like TLDR or sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe one of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah. In general, it is it is a nice like supplementary backup breaker yeah. if you are doing the Yogg thing. Definitely. Rather than needing to be like, oh, I better pack two Yogs or whatever. Um, if you got to use this to break Quandary, you're not the happiest person. But really, you should just be parasiting that Quandary anyway. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> come on, because you're Anarch. Um, speaking mm. of Kogate Breakers. That's right. <laughs> Our pal, Khan, got another bird. She's got a whole freaking a whole aviary. A whole aviary of birds. Like, I'm wondering, maybe aviary's gonna be the name of her console. Or does she, she doesn't have a console, right? Not yet. Not yet. Could be aviary. Oh, man. Or That'd actually be good. Birdhouse. <laughs> or, or, just, or just birdhouse. Birdhouse. Yes. <laughs> but H-A-U-S. Yeah. Even though she's Mongolian. <laughs> it's not the German. Yeah. It's like birdhouse. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, wait. Before we go. Yep. German. So, so like how Operation Paperclip yes, was. Yes, of course. So this is this is my favorite thing about Omar Kyung as a conspiracy theorist. Yep. Is that at least thus far, both of the conspiracies that his his uh, icebreakers are interactive were totally real. Yeah. So, uh, so black orchestra or Schwarzkapelle, it's called that because it was, uh, it was what the SS used to refer to a plot from inside that some members of the, inside the SS, like late during world war two, they're like, maybe this Hitler guy, maybe he's doing a whole lot of drugs. Um, maybe the syphilis has made him like super crazy. And so maybe we should just kill him. So, and then like sue for peace <laughs> before the Russians get here and just kill all of us. Uh, so it was it was an attempted plot to end. That, well, I mean, there were there were many attempted sure? plots on Hitler's life. Like, it's like get in line, buddy. Yeah, there's the whole Operation Valkyrie thing that turned into that Tom Cruise movie as well. But this yep. was a different one from the inside. From inside the good old SS. Well, so was Valkyrie. Valkyrie, I think, was like in the it wasn't the SS. It was like the army or something. Anyway, but um, the the Wehrmacht, like the that was yeah. actually different than the S. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, the, the Reich was very complicated in addition to being obviously awful. Yeah. Um, but in this case, this was another plot to assassinate good old Hitler that didn't work. But it did exist. It did exist. Cool. Yeah. Man, um, neat stuff. I know. Super neat stuff. That was the, um, it was kind of a companion thing to what the, um, the Rot Capella, which was the, the Red Orchestra, which was what the S, was the, 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 the term, the code name for the SS's uh, anti-communist operation. Right. So oh, it's, like, it's hunting out they're ripping on that. and all that stuff, right? So it's like, but if they're black, they're just, I guess, on the inside or yeah. whatever. They're like black ops. Yeah, something like that. Cool Crazy. stuff. Anyway, tell me more about this bird. <laughs> cool, we got, we got, well, we got another bird, uh, another expensive bird. Oh, birds are expensive. The yes. upkeep, they live for like 20 years and drive you crazy. Or if it's a parrot, it's like 90. Yeah, like, right? They're going to outlive you. Like, so that's the thing. Do they get the house? If your parents ever say they're going to get a parrot, you make you make goddamn sure they do not. 
Because otherwise, <laughs> that burns out living your parents, and then now you own a shitty parent. Like an old crazy parent. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it'll be old, it'll be crazy, it'll probably be foul-mouthed, yep. but they're like, they're smarter than you think. Yeah. So it's basically like, oh, would you like to inherit a two-year-old that has wire cutters for hands, <laughs> that's going to live for like 50 more years, but never get any older? <laughs> oh, and it also can fly. <laughs> and it poops everywhere. Great. Would you like this gift? Sign me up. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. So, so make sure your parents don't ever get a parrot. Thank you, Nels. Um, anyway, tell me about Peregrine. So we have per- Peregrine, who's, uh, I guess, the, I guess the, what is the, one of the fastest falcons, I think? One of the fastest I birds. I think so. Yeah. So Peregrine is uh, Khan's, another one of Khan's birds. It's an icebreaker. It's a decoder, so it's a code gate breaker. Strength two, influence two, cost whopping five. One memory, one memory unit to install. Spend one, break a code gate subroutine. Nice. Spend three, plus three strength. Not too bad. And now we have what all the good falcons do. They de-res ice. So you can spend two, return peregrine to your grip, de-res a code gate. Use this ability only after using peregrine to break all the subroutines on the, that code gate during a single encounter. Khan's avatar lifted her arm, and the bird launched itself into the air. So... What's cool about this is you're not going to use this on enigmas nope. and quandaries, <laughs> but there I mean, is you some... might use it to break them, but you're exactly. not going to use them for the no, no, you're not, no, you're not going to you're not going to cacao them away. Yeah, but like <laughs> those, like the toll booths and these big meaty code gates that may or not be coming, like de-resing de- those beasts is pretty. It's actually not bad. Like even though decent. this thing is expensive, right? Like if if you know the corpus got some server that has like a toll booth and then some other asset or something behind it that you want, like first click. If you've already got this on the board, like first click Temujin, second run, pay to de-res, and then yeah. just run two more times to keep getting your Temujin money, right? Yep. Like it's actually against big code gates, it's not bad. It's not too bad. And, and 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 even against the small ones, the initial up upfront cost of the bird, you know, setting up the cage and to get the food <laughs> right? is quite a bit. But like, hey, we're still getting through an enigma for two. We're yeah. still we're still getting through quantities for one. Yeah. Like I think that like it's a good companion with passport. Sure, right? yeah, it's perfect because like there have been decks that, that were perfectly serviceable in the past that I've run that use peacock for like Turing or whatever. Yeah, it's like oh, this is when they put a quandary or a turn on the remote and you just have to friggin' deal with it, right? Yeah. Um, it's not bad. I mean, obviously you don't want to be running through. Your, you want you don't want to have to take mm-hmm. a five credit hit to crawl over a quandary <laughs> on HQ. Yep, but pass, that's what passports for. Yep, um, it's actually not bad. And then if you want to get even more janky with this mm-hmm. uh someone proposed using london library okay. with all them avians because oh. you don't have to pay the big install cost you just and then borrow it you, and you're getting it back anyways and you, and you don't have to spend the click to actually get it back to your grip and you can de-res stuff Ooh. so that actually is you're like then the big install cost doesn't matter see because so that's it it's cool to be like an uncle to a bird that's right just gotta go, ha- go you, hang you out go visit it at yeah. the bird library yeah and then just like take it away yep and it's, like, I it's, don't, it's getting uh, pissed off i don't know what to do uh, just take uh, it from here you me. go <laughs> it's knives for fingers. i like that i like that that's kind of, that's, that's yeah so pretty it's cool. like it i mean if, if you want to go full on <laughs> which full on, come on full, like of course, course of course we you do. also plug in nasir there right so it's like you get the money from them resin their, resin their big old code gates, and you put the bird down on the London Library. You de you break it, de-res oh. it, and then if they res it again, you're like, okay, fine, I'll just get my money again. <laughs> so it's just like you have a wow. little tiny micro vamp, like every turn. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like as a companion piece to you know the other 
the kind of the other really good criminal decoder being passport. It's actually not bad. Cool. Yeah. Not neat. And it's more great uh, uh, Liga drawn birds. Yes. Which we can't get enough of. Can't get enough of them Liga birds. Yeah. But Nels, our pals in green got something here too. Oh, they sure did. Now this thing, what's this thing, Nels? This is a cool stealth. De- I guess this is like the decoder pack. Yeah. A yeah. new a new decoder for every faction. But we also know that those shapers beat the hell. Yep. Out of code gates. And they continue to do that here with Houdini. Which is great because this pitcher, he's doing like the water, the, the water, escape water torture thing. escape. Yeah. Uh, it's two to install, one MU, has a base strength of two, three influence. And for one credit, you break a code gate serpentine. And then for two credits, you get plus four strength for the remainder of the run. run the whole Sh- run. Classic shaper. But you have to use this. You can only use this ability when one of those two credits you're spending, or potentially both of them if you really want, uh, come from stealth cards. Okay. But wow. That's, yeah. That's an efficient boost. That if you're is, running yep. stealth. Yeah. it's uh, So obviously, the immediate comparison is Refractor. Yep. Right? Because Refractor is one credit less to install, mm-hmm. and you only have to spend one stealth cred to get three strength. Uh, or is it five? No. Yeah, it's three, because you go from base two to base five. Yeah. Um, that's... So they're... Yeah, they're both good in different ways, right? right. Like, one of, one of the ways to deal with stealth decks is, like, you stack uh, ice of the same type, so they have to keep burning all their stealth crafts, right? Like, through it, yeah. when you're playing a cool, crazy stealth setup, and you've got, like, Switchblade as your main breaker, and then HQ is, like... Ichi Vikram Vikram. <laughs> yep. You're so unhappy. <laughs> right. I'll click through the first one and then four stealth crack. God damn it. Which is super cool because it's it makes even corpse think like, oh, I need a perfect spread. Like, oh, I could go like I could just go all in sentries or something, right? Yeah. Like you can at least play around with your your ice a little bit like that. Too, yeah. But. So this thing can go through two toll booths oh. for literally one stealth credit. <laughs> Um, and obviously all, all the rest of the stuff you have to but, spend, but, but like, still, the, like your only stealth needs to be one single credit. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. I kind of like, I'm waiting for smoke to show up to, to yep. go, to go deep on yep. the stealth stuff. So I don't know if the right answer is like, you maybe just have one of these and one refractor. Right. And it's like, you'll probably install the refractor early if you have to SMC for one of them. And then if you know, you're playing against some corp that does have the ability to stack multiple big code gates, you can sure. go, like, okay, well now it's time to swap in Houdini yeah. and it's only two creds to install. So it's, it's not so like it's cheap. that big like, of a hit a, anyway. Right. Yeah. That's a decent decoder. Like anyways, yeah. like, to handle the early stuff. Yeah. So that is very good. Also, I don't know if you know this. Do you know how Harry Houdini died? Uh, yeah. Someone punched him when he wasn't ready. Not just any someone, a Canadian. Really? Yep. That's... It was it was on purpose. It was one of Houdini's many tricks was that he would take blows to the stomach. It was yeah. like Houdini's iron stomach trick, right? And he would just take take it many. It's like he'd done this hundreds of times, right? Um, so perhaps it wasn't that he was truly had an iron stomach. It was like it's just taking its toll a little bit every single time. That, yeah. But he was doing some show, I believe, in Montreal. And then he's like, ah, look, you can punch me in the guts as hard as you want. Oh, so he was prepared. Oh, yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard other people say that, like, he wasn't ready. No, no, it was, it was part of the show. Part of the but, show. Oh, yeah. But he got, you know, one of these hits, and then, like, two days later, died of a burst appendix. Oof. Could have just been a coincidence. Or those That's, Montreal guys know how to throw a punch. Or, or those Quebecois folks know how to Jeez. know how to punch you in the they guts. Do, well, they did. They do a lot of like they got the Métis background. They do That's a lot right. of canoeing. Like they're just like jacked. <laughs> they got the big arms. Like, well, I guess it's like I'm, yeah. <laughs> man. That's crazy. I yeah. Part of the show. Houdini. I knew, I knew. I knew it was a punch, but I thought no, he's ready for it. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. 
Well, hopefully there's a card the corpse get can like Canadian punch <laughs> destroys Canadian Quebecois gut punch, <laughs> whatever that is in French. Yeah. Uh, if we have any French Canadian listeners who want to write in and tell us what the proper translation of gut punch is yeah. <laughs> in Canadian French, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> um, tell me, speaking of things that are crazy, uh, tell me about Net Mercur. Net Mercur is a bonkers bonkers card it is it is so crazy and the reason why it's crazy is this it is a virtual stealth resource it is it costs three and it's three influence and it's out of our pals shapers who love the stealth important note is that it is unique it is unique we can only because have one otherwise oh, this oh would be insane oh man here's here's what it does the here's fir- what it does the first time you spend at least one credit from a stealth card each run place one credit on netmerker or draw one card. Use credits on Netmerker for anything. <laughs> anything during a run. During a run, sure. Yeah. But still, okay, oh, so... Oh, no, 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 wait. Those are completely separate clauses. Never mind. It's just use the credits for anything. Yeah, just whatever Actually for anything. Actually yeah. just, like, put them on your personal workshop. Maybe just... <laughs> oh, sure. Do whatever the hell you want with them. Yeah. So this the, is... The, the, the money, the ad money you make from running this crazy web show, <laughs> spend it however you want. Yeah, and this is like crazy because this this makes those stealth credits kind of like un like sustainable, like a lot more sustainable. Yeah, totally right. Um, like this kind of lets you bank them because one of the one of the tricky bits with stealth setups has been in the past is like okay, well you you know you have your your cloaks or your hardware specific sources of stealth credits, but you're kind of like oh crap, I might just need a bunch because I have to go in twice yep. in one turn because of an ash or a caprice bid or whatever, right? Yeah, and you've kind of like you got Ghost Runner. But then when Ghost Runner ruts out, you're just kind of like, that's it. So I've got my two cloaks and one lockpick. That's everything I got yep. stealth-wise now. So the fact that this is just a big old battery for credits yeah. is crazy. The important thing to note is that it triggers off itself. Right. So, so once whenever- it's got one credit on it, you can just keep putting that credit back on it Sort of forever. Forever, yeah. <laughs> and when you don't need it, when this thing has like eight credits on it, you're like, I'd just rather draw a card. Then, yeah. And the important thing is it's the first time each run, right? So you can just make like a throwaway run at the archives, like spend one cred off cloak to be like, I'm going to increase the strength of refractor and draw a card. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad click four, right? Um, if you're if you're able to, if you also have like a, like a Temujin contract or something sitting on the archives, sure. right? Like... That's, yeah, a little bit, like, a pretty crazy battery card. Like, yeah. man. Combine I, it with, like, any anything that makes your runs better. So, you know, your your dirty laundries and stuff like that. Just dirty laundries, Temujins, blah, 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 blah. Like, there are a lot of synergies with this, for sure. Like, pe- some people have compared it to, you know, kind of like the Shaper Desperado. Yeah. Um, which is not that far off. Except, I mean, no. you get tagged, this thing can just get blown the hell up. <laughs> this what this one's going to be, like, big play Foxfire coming out of nowhere. Just boom. Supposedly, some people have been slotting a Foxfire to deal with this and a couple other problematic virtual resources. Yeah. I still don't know if it's quite worth How it. How sweet <laughs> is that going to be when you hit that eight credit netmerker, though? Like, That's true. It's this little fox coming by. See you later. That is true. Awesome. If only there were some upcoming cards that let you punish the runner if they have tags. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is great. 
This next card we're going to talk about is great. Yes, this is this is wonderful. This is this is actually what you called you you you, you yeah way, way back you actually called this. Yep. You said uh, so in this cycle, each of the three new mini factions, Sunny, Adam, and Apex are getting one new card each. We saw it, Sunny's it cool makes new the way, current. If you make it sound like they all hang out together, they do. It's like Apex is sitting on the couch, like oh, Sunny, you made it, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Consume all things. Adam's in the back, like making eggs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a new directive for Adam. Find the truth. This is so rad. Just like all the other directives, it's zero and unique and all of that. Um, so what it actually does is that whenever you draw a card, you reveal that card. It's not quite the same as Harsh Chandra Enter- Entertainment? Harsh Chandra Studios? Harsh Chandra, whatever it was, that NBN ID. You don't play with your cards revealed. You're just like, I'm going to draw a card. Here's an Overmind. Yep. Goes into my grip. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then the, the actual effect, the good part, <laughs> like all that indirect is kind of like, kind of a crappy thing and a good thing. The good thing is the first time you make a successful run each turn, you may look at the top card of R and D. So just like Sonny's uh, global sec security access, yep. global sec security clearance, the, yeah, access to access to no. no access to global sec is a think one. Yeah, I think it's global sec security. Clearance. Yeah, okay. Um, that you when you unlike you know. Um, woman in the red dress yep. where it's like oh you both look and the corp has the option to do a thing or whatever no no it's like you just look at the top card R&D I don't see it at all yeah and yep. you're like oh that's a thing I want or it's just like that's a thing it. I should make sure I trash or or you can say like I want it wink and then you'll run it and then they'll like oh start rezzing and like Mah, I didn't want that at all I'm gonna legwork you or something right it's just so cool oh you mean with Adam's implicit legwork yes. that he gets from turn one anyway yes <laughs> this card is amazing so the the now that there are four directives yeah the the way the setup works is that like you, you you know you sit down against against your opponent you both see what IDs you're playing you're, you are Adam your opponent is whatever mm-hmm. and then that's when you decide of the four directives which three do you want to start with the game and you can also have them in your deck Yep, and and, he, and you, so you can have four directors out at a time. You'll just need to draw into it. And exactly, you'll need to draw into the fourth one if for some reason you want it. Yeah, but since there are some directives in certain matchups that are really not great, <laughs> like, just, like yes. if you're playing controlling the message, having safety first, or is it neutralize all threats? That's the one where you must trash. Yeah, right? must trash is neutralize all threats. Yeah, that's or is it whichever one it is. Yeah, the one where you have to trash the first thing you access. That against controlling the message. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So the fact you just be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn that one off, and then <laughs> it will be fine. Uh, or this, the reduced hand size one can be a bit dodgy against yep. you and techie. Um, so you can be like, okay, well, I'll swap that out with find the truth instead. So then you know, like, look at the top card and it's a snare. Wow, <laughs> time to leave it. Yep. But also, maybe I should stay out of HQ for a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And it's, and, and so this is a really, really, really cool card. Um, I played it against Jared Garrett, who actually put it in a Andromeda deck. Which is, which is super cool because like basically with all this Temujin freaking money he had you're going to make a successful run anyway and you're like oh well there's my run I have Temujin I'm, a, I'm stupid rich look no look no look run score it was like whoa like I think Temujin was the thing that really really of course made me cry but this was just such a cool card to have in his uh like even out of faction out of it what's yeah. also interesting about this with one's directive is the corp will see your opening hand Yes. Because you're drawing. You're drawing your initial hand. So if if you're doing like Adam account siphon, it's like, whoa, Uh watch out. You you should probably cover your You better put a multi sub (laughs) in the run piece of ice on HQ. (laughs) I mean, but that's a crazy first turn is Adam, right? Where if you have this installed, you like, you make your throw. They they didn't ice HQ. So you, you do always be running into HQ. You don't see anything, but you, it triggers find the truth. You see there's, 
a agenda on the top of R and D. You run R and D. They res it. You use always be running two clicks. Your last two clicks to break that in the run sub, and, and then steal an agenda. First turn, you have spent no resources <laughs> at all. Um, that is pretty good. Yeah, I also that is pretty good. I, I also really liked what um a hotline mentioned on Netrunner DB about how cool he is with Laramie Fisk. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> how crazy this card, this interaction Look, is with, right. with Laramie Fisk. Well, because you get to choose the order. Mm. So you're like, oh, let's take a peek. No, 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 no. You can draw that. I don't want to <laughs> see that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, the other nice, the thing that the downside isn't actually that bad because with Adam's console, like... Your hand size, your grip size is just getting bigger and bigger, yep. right? So once your grip size is like, you know, eight, especially if you don't start with the reduced grip size directive installed, mm -hmm. then like, you know, you steal two points of agendas, your grip size is seven. You're like, I'm going to draw a card. And here it is. It goes into my grip of seven. Like very quickly, the corporate is going to forget what they're like. Oh, what was, yeah. did they draw their decoder? Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is enough to make like Adam like played like at, you know, at a giant competitive level and it's going to be the next hot thing. But I do think it's going to open up a lot more cool things with Adam. And yeah. It's a really, really great directive. And it's, yeah. I think so. Just, just that flexibility of you can choose not to put in the directive that is really going to make this matchup suck. Yeah. That alone, like kind of wakes Adam pulls up, up the floor Definitely. on some of your really bad matchups. Yeah, for sure. And that's very nice. Awesome. Okay. Finally. Yep. Wee Got some respond. We got some first responders now. They're here first. And what are for anybody else? And, and and what are these guys? They are a two credit to install connection resource. It's neutral, so there's no influence. In this case, not that neutral cards can't have influence. Sometimes they do. More frequently, they have been. In fact, I would say. Um, what you can do is you can spend two credits to draw one card, as many credits and as many cards as you want, as long as you still got money. Except you can only do this if you have suffered damage from a corp card ability this turn and i love the flavor of this card yes that is especially with the like one what what was gonna be a one-two punch on scorched earth yeah. like they send in the first you know oh uh, accidental demolition operation but then the ambulances show up and pull your ass out of the rubble before they complete all the demolition to destroy your home. But what's really great about this is it's, it, it isn't, it, it, as far as the artwork is portraying, it's just a person that's helping. Yeah. Right? Because the flavor text is, last week I crossed the street to avoid her. Today she pulled me out of the rubble. Makes me rethink who the bad guys are. Yep. Which is super cool. Yeah. Which is like, like really like kind of heartwarming. Yeah, totally. Uh, what's what's uh, kind of crazy is, again, like this is a kind of card is like great against net damage, but yes. if meets damage involved, a lot of times you're tagged, so we can kind of blow up the poor, yeah. the, blow up the hobo with the heart of gold that was coming. <laughs> I'm going to help you! <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, I mean, it does, you know, it, it does save you from the tag scorch scorch, right? Yeah. they can tag you, well, then they got to blow this up. So if you only had three cards, well, then you're in trouble, but you were in trouble. It wouldn't have saved you from the first scorch anyway. Yeah. So if you had four cards, well, they can't tag double scorch, so... Even though they get blown up, they can still help you a little bit. Yeah, and it's and it's cheap, right? Like, sorry, is it zero cost? Is that right? Two, two to install. Okay, so two to install. Yeah, okay, that's okay. okay. It's it's like, it's it's a slightly more flexible form of damage protection. But this is because our class friend is going out of circulation. Is that why this is kind of? Here? It could be one of the one of the what? options to one help options? deal with that potentially. Yeah, um, yeah, it's okay. It's like, and you know, it's probably not that useful for like crazy jank where you're trying to like convert money into drawing a million cards just because it's like just, just go to duggars man well yeah i mean like legitimately in the sense that in the sense that you know you're not 
there are some matchups where you're just the corp does not have a single card in their deck that causes you meat or net or brain damage. Yeah. And thus, this card doesn't do anything. Uh, and that, and if, 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 you're, if you were thinking that about Plaskery, that's fine. Yep. But because Plaskery, all it does is protect meat damage. But with this, it's like, oh, I'm going to use it and then draw like 15 cards. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> but what, what is cool is you're, you're going you're gonna to only discard at the end of your turn. So you get one turn with a super hand. That's true. And what's great is that's probably all the first responders showing up and helping, and that's where you're <laughs> pulling your resources from. There you go. Super cool. Uh, yeah, so it's okay. It's, it's all right. Cool. It's all right. Love, I love, love the heartwarming, uh, the feels the card brings. That's though. true. Very cool. That's true. Now let's get on to oh man, our corpse. I've been excited for this for a long time. That's because you didn't see the game I played against. <laughs> all right. So Nels, what do we have here? We are going to start by talking about the new Jinteki ID. So each corp. This cycle is getting like a more aggressive. I mean, that's really saying something considering personal evolution is not exactly the friendliest, <laughs> friendliest it's, it's so of, passive. of IDs. But it, they're basically getting like a slight retool of their corset ID with like a little bit less influence, but a bit more aggro. You know, even the cards look like their corset versions, except meaner, right? Like the Wayland yep. one, it's all just like rusty. And yeah. It's going to yeah. give you tetanus. tetanus. Oh, no. And the NBN one's like, ah, oh, I'm so bright. Your eyes, your eyes hurt. hurt. This one's like, I'm just a fucking buzzsaw <laughs> covered in blood. It's like, well, maybe not the kind of subtlety you normally expect from Jinteki, no. but maybe it, it captures the feeling anyway. Yes, as as you feel your body ground away into nothing. And it is Jinteki right. potential unleashed. Whenever the runner takes at least one net damage. Trash the top card of the stack, because this is your better nature. This is the dumbest ID I've ever oh, played against. And like all the others, it only does have 12 influence. And, but it does uh, have 45 cards. 45 cards. Yep. Yeah. But, but when I say that, is... the thing that's frustrating is because it's every time. And yep. Jinteki can deal net damage all day long. Yep. The Wayland one, they need to make a run. Then you needed to have an advancement token, and it happens once. <laughs> this, if you have Sorry, all that, buddy. you have all that dumb crap that you're dealing net damage on your turn and on their turn. It's all of, it's all over the place. Yeah, nearly MP him, take out two cards. Oh, did he just shock? Yeah, that's another one. Yep. It's like every time, and I, I I think it's a little egregious. It's wonderful. I'm gonna say it's very egregious, and is like man, I I don't I, I don't usually like like dump on cards, but I had such a miserable time playing against this card. <laughs> I was just like, it was like the pit epitome of not runner. Just nothing was happening. And just, it was just impossible to get ahead of, uh, when hostile takeovers are up. Okay. Hostile infrastructure. Sorry. Hostile infrastructures are up. Okay. I guess I'll, Oh, and now I hit a snare or now I hit this. Now I hit a shock. It's like trashing that also makes you deal a separate account of net damage. Yep. Milling all your stuff away. Yep. It's like, it is man. It makes Koma Inu basically the meanest card in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, burn your whole grip. Oh, also burn that many cards out of your stack. Yeah, I don't even think you need the one punches. You just need like the needle crap, like yeah. chrysalis and yeah, yeah. like. Oh, I'm um, chrysalis is all chrysalis with hostile infrastructure in this is great, right? Yeah, because then you're taking two. Yeah, if then you get you're losing them, two. If you get them early, yeah, you'll get them with. Okay, no just, wait, no, wait, you're taking no. It's when you take one net damage, you trash the top card. So every right. t every separate instance. Yeah. It's so, still dumb. So Chrysalis <laughs> will give you two from the encounter if you can't break it. Yep. One card off the top of your stack from the ID. Then if Hostel's then up. if you got Hostel up and they're like, oh, I'm going to trash that Christmas, you're like, cool, one more out of out of your stack. Yeah, and I think... And what, one more out of your... And I think what sucks is, is because you spend the influence on three global foods, so your, your density is just full of shocks and yeah. snares and 
crap. So this is why I think it's interesting compared to personal evolution, because unlike personal evolution, which loves to run lots of small agendas because they have a lot of, you know, it kind of contributes to the show game. Yep. And like every single time you score one of those, ah, you're zapping the runner. It's like, with this, it feels like you actually want to keep your agenda density very low, relatively low. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still don't know exactly what the best agenda composition for this guy is. Aside from, I think, three global... I mean, three global foods are kind of, like, always good. But with this, especially, you just want to keep the game going as long yeah, as bloody it's, possible. it's miserable. Like, actually, I lost the game because of damage, but nothing was scored. Right. Nothing needed to be scored, because it was just... Everything was just too dangerous yeah, to even run. It puts you on the clock big time. Yeah. Um, so, feel, the the setup I've been running now is three global foods, uh, two fetals and three house of knives and a philotic that's what it is um okay which is a which is because in this house of knives i mean house of knives is always good but it's in here dumber. it's so good it's, it's like, like it could have been, been per turn like per turn me please but it's like but they don't like with house of knives potentially i know the runners aren't gonna do it but you can like get rid of six cards out of the runner's Cool. Yeah. Three from hand, three from stack. Yep. It's like every time, like they made Jinteki, and then like for, uh, for then you're during your turn, you're like, oh, I'll nearly MP, nearly MP you twice or something. Yep. You just you don't even need to do much. That's so easy for them to do it. It's yeah. just insane. It, the 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 considering there were like you know kind of during during the height of of what, what was Cambridge PE like that deck won sometimes by like blasting you out of the water with the surprise Ronin, but just as often it runs just by like oh you have no cards left. You and you're still going to be taking some damage, yeah. Or something. So that's it. <laughs> so this gets to that point like even bloody faster. Um, I like it, and they can pull back lot. hostile takeovers anyways with all their uh, other junk. Like it's easy to get hostile infrastructures back yep. on the table. Yeah, and ho hoaxite grid in this is also great, especially again combined with hostile. Yeah, because like it's, oh, you take the damage from the hoaxite grid. This is the thing you're going to trash all the, it. All yep. the options that Jinteki already had, they just made them all good, like exponentially better. And it's just like, I'm like, man, the, 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 the Whalen card, I gotta say, <laughs> Whalen came a little bit on the rusty girders, came a little bit late to the party of power a little bit. comparison. The only tricky bit is that if sometime, because it, you're, you're aiming to like grind the runner out, not the, not the, like the one turn knockout punch, like you do with personal evolution or some, the, the more aggro biotech setups. Mm -hmm. If the runner basically plays it really slow and has some net damage hate, like if they haven't basically, if they have magnum opus and a feedback filter, sure, you basically already lost. Yeah, and and I know I know that we have employee strike and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. But I like I'm just but still like it's frustrating. I don't know. I don't know if it's any better or worse than controlling the message. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I know controlling the message. Like honestly, like a lot of the corpse I played against, like. I didn't have a lot of fun playing against them. <laughs> maybe, and maybe I just need to tech out properly to the more current corpse, but it didn't feel that, that that's not how I really wanted to play the game in yeah. the first place, right? Yeah. So I, I think just part like, of it is just like getting used to it and cut. Because, like, you, you remember back when Cambridge was a big thing, it's like, this deck is unbeatable. It's like, well, no, actually, you just gotta like get a sense for it. Sure. But yeah. it pushes on you in a way that a damage deck really hasn't been able to reasonably do in the past. Yeah, but it, and that's kind of why this I like just it. feels like way heavier than. than like this feels like like I'm gonna use it. This just feels like an egregious amount of damage that gets dealt out. On, like on, on average, Jin, you're building a Jinteki deck, uh, low low influence or not. How, how much on average net damage can you deal with? Right. By far, way more than like like I'd say what over ten easily. Right. So let's say let's say fifteen. That's thirty cards. That's like right. <laughs> thirty cards that like potentially just will not be seen. So yeah. the runners like 
kind of has to win on 15 cards. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and better hope that you don't like get a lucky, oh, it's like, oh, I just put two of your three Temujin contracts in the bid from like one from a data mine and one from yeah, like, like a bioethics. It's like, we're talking, Sorry. are we going to talk luck sack? Because that's kind of luck sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Jinteki also got a new agenda, which is actually, I think, not good at all. Okay, cool. For, What's this one? Uh, for, per, for potential unleash, but I think no, it's, it is it's... quite good for personal evolution. Definitely. It yeah. is Project Kusanagi. It is a two to score zero points uh, uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you score Project Kusanagi, you place one agenda counter on it for each advancement counter on it over two. Uh, with those hosted agenda counters, you can burn them to choose one piece of ice to gain do one net damage after all the other subroutines for the remainder of this run. And we can also put all these on a piece of ice at once. Yes. You don't need it. It's not like once per run, once per turn. You can just blow the whole three or two or whatever at once if you want. No, it is important to note that it's after all the other subroutines. So if the first subroutine says end the run... It's just going to end the run, and you're never going to get to the other subroutines. You're, you're not using your killer clones properly. Correct. I mean, you could use that as, like, a really crappy tax <laughs> if it, like, set you up for a kill shot the next turn or something, because now they don't have enough money to pay for a feedback filter. I don't know. But in general, yeah. it's, like, not the best use. But if you're putting this behind, it's also, on the the other trick of it is, it's like, you're like, oh, I can come up with data mine, except then you're like, oh, the first subroutine trashes data mine. If it resolves. Yeah. Uh, but against some of the high strength but doesn't end the run ice that personal evolution likes to use, like, say, Lockdown, for example. Right. This is great. Because you like, you can draw no more cards <laughs> lock, this tune. Lockdown. Also, you're taking three points of damage. <laughs> and if the runner steals this, they don't get any points, but they are going to take a point of net damage from your ID ability. It puts more crap into their score area. When yep. you do hit them with the Philotic. Um... In personal evolution, I think it's actually quite good. It, it also enables you to kind of do the, the sort of sleazy thing where you put down two naked cards and then you play clones or not people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, is one of those an agenda? Because you could actually turn it into some points if you're That's you know, right. trying to keep the runner honest. Um, it, it is. I think it is quite good in personal evolution. And outside of that, quite a bit harder to make a case for. Obviously, great motion target. Yep, for sure. Right. Yeah, because then it's not costing you anything anyway. You can crank it up to four, and you're like, "Is that a Ronin? Is that yeah, a really bad June bug? Is yeah. that?" It's cool. It's, it's, it's two Kusnagi counters. It's, it's it's a card we can we can bluff with, and we can also turn it into something like clever. Yeah. further on down the road, that that one more tick on Cortex Lock or something like yeah, that'd be some funny stuff. Yeah, so it's it's you know, so bad, so bad. But should, it, it is hilarious to me that it does not work well I in think, the at all one that's there. with potential unleashed. Well, it's, <laughs> it's okay because Waylon got an idea, uh, an agenda that just doesn't work and. At all, <laughs> that's 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 the balance. So let's let let let's go to our friends has Bioroid because they've been, oh no 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 at least we're still hanging on. Jide- I wanted a breather, but okay. One more Jinteki card. Oh, uh, yeah, I is. love it so much. Is this is this, 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 this is like, it's like my Christmas, Jesse? Don't take this away from me. Okay, this is DNA Tracker. Yep, it is a humongous code gate. Oh, what is this? Six strength <laughs> and three subroutines. It is eight to res, uh, three influence. What's so a big one? Yep. Um, but what it does is that it is three subroutines. They're all the same, but they are do one net damage and the runner loses two credits. So in total, if you slam yourself into a DNA tracker and can't break it, taking three net damage and losing six bucks. You're, it's like you're hitting two toll booths and a neural katana, but you get through, I guess. Yeah. I mean, 
after that, you you might not want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this actually this card honestly dumps all over Tollbooth, I think, as far as like because we got one more strength. The strength is six. Yep. Super hard to beat. It's okay, I guess this is a little bit this is more expensive, of course. But no, by 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 one. Isn't exactly right? the same. They're both eight. They're both eight. Okay. Yeah. This is a crazy hard. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like, obviously, it's only good in a deck where you want to deal damage, right? Like, I don't think people are going to start importing this over Tollbooth generally, right? Because, sure. Because, like, you want that taxing and, and the runness of Tollbooth, but when it's like you slapped us on a central, oh, man, Rose going to be sad paying for that. Yeah, this is a crazy Kogi. Wow. It's to be able to just keep putting maybe it's a shock maybe it's a house of knives you're gonna have to find out or not um it is quite great obviously when they face check this they are sad if they can't break it even if they can that's like a a huge hit because there's nothing that breaks as efficiently even david it still eats at least all three of david's counters yeah unlike tollbooth which just they just take one One. (laughs) right like at least this takes all their david yeah i guess i guess i guess we are Jinteki's uh, showing their strength in code gates. Yeah, definitely here. Yeah. So that is a that is a in in potential unleashed. It is wonderful. Uh, since potential unleashed tends to run a little bit lighter on money, I think you also want to pair this with a, with a bunch of other cheap ice. Like yeah, the new I key is great. But, Chris, but the thing Chris is, Chris I, I, I find Jinteki's always in a position where they, they'll have this money. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be up to runners to be very clever or crafty on how yes. they're. They're like, okay, maybe we're going to bring back some infiltration or something. <laughs> right. Some kind of exposing me like, finally, not hitting that. Okay, going around there, going yeah. around there, doing this. Yeah. But And as being only, I think, the second code gate in the game that does net damage, along with Yagura, mm. um, it's very <laughs> yeah, cool. There, bit of an upgrade since Yagura. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh, Patipa. Um, like, you know, in general, like the old maxim against Jinteki is like, get that center breaker down and then run. But with this, you're like, I don't care how many strikes you have. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Pretty great. Yeah. Okay. Very, 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 very good card. Three influence too. So like you said, it, it, I think it'd be kind of funny to kind of out, 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 out of faction that. I th- I've heard some people have been popping it into good old Blue Sun. Yeah, that's because cool. man, you're always gonna have a, you can just pull it back, get your money back. Like that whole using toll booth to just like keep hitting the runner for for that three. three? Cred this tax. is way better. Oh, this is way better <laughs> for sure. This is way better. Um, especially like, if yeah. you are running kind of a murdery one, and then you know you hit them with this, they do steal agenda, and then they turn out. But they have like two cards left. You're like, ah, yeah, punitive counter strike. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we can also run this in uh, like purple HB, but they can just pay for everything, so it's just be, right. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it'd be fine too. But I do, I do love the blue sun. You're kind of wielding it like, 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 not unlike a katana. Yeah. Yes. yes, it's pretty cool. Speaking of House Byroid, they've been working on... And Code Gates that have high strength. And Code Gates that have high strength and, and, and too many the crap out of everything. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, so they've been working a long time on uh, on, on on Fairchild over the... Co- Ever since those 23 seconds yep. happened, they've been you, like... You might say that there has been an escalation <laughs> in the efficiency of the Fairchild ice. <laughs> what version are we on now, Nels? 3.0. So this is our first 3.0. Yeah, uh, first one. Okay, what to do? Well, the Fairchild 3.0 is a six cost code gate Byroid anti personnel, five strength, three influence Liga dropping it again to do some great oh, art. Yeah. The runner can spend click 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 to break up to three subroutines on Fairchild 3.0. Fairchild 3.0 has three subroutines. 
the first one, the runner must pay three or trash one of his or her installed cards. Not like Fairchild 2 and 1. Yep. Then the next one is the runner must pay three or trash one of his or her installed cards. Same one as before. And last one is do one brain damage or end the run. That's pretty good. And that's also super interesting that that you get to pick. Yep. Oh, um, I want to zap your brain because I don't care what you're hitting. Or yeah. it's like, no, this is now... A, this, this is really turned important. into a hard end the run ice. Right. Crazy stuff. Yep. Looks like we finally figured out that Fairchild. We just needed to spend six credits on it. <laughs> and that's actually not that it's much. It's not that much money. Especially out of purple. Especially yeah. out of oh, high yeah. spiral. They're, they're filled with money yep. and, you know, running on your very, very first click, not the most common thing. But if you don't and you face plan to this, you're going to be sad. <laughs> like... Lose six creds or two of your cards and maybe take a point of brain damage? That's a pretty good exchange for a six res six, cost piece yeah. of ice. Like, really, really crazy. And even if you peregrine this thing back, six isn't that much money. No, it's they really not. It like, it's it's manageable for sure. Yeah. Th- that brain damage in the run is a really gross target for Vamadeva. Not Vamadeva. Oh. Um, uh, R- 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 Ravana. Yeah, Ravana. Yes. Yikes. Yes. Yeah, you're like, ah, this time it'll be a bit of a brain damage. Yeah, so Fairchild, out of control, strength five. Guys, get your Colgate. Guys, Colgates are out of control now. They're a lot more dangerous now. I I, I see why maybe there might have been some pretty good, well, one quite good and a couple interesting, okay-ish decoders in this pack. This is this is apparently where code gates live. Code gates live in escalation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe they're like the the cheapest form of security to set up after something as big as this 23 second yeah. blackout thing. Who this, knows? This is where all the weird research goes, Who I knows? guess. What else did Hasbiroid get? Hasbiroid also got a very cool card called Arc Lockdown. Arc being of course the 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 slang for arcologies, yep. which is the big freestanding like almost self-contained community buildings where people live, but in this case uh, one of them has been locked down, and you ain't, you ain't coming out. But Nels, all my Davids are in there. <laughs> I got some bad news, friend. They're gone forever now. Oh, no. It's a one-credit play operation. It's two influence. And what it does is you name a card, and you remove all copies of that card that are in the heap from the game. So a very targeted... <laughs> very targeted hate. Very, very, very targeted Kronos project. That's right. Um, where it's just, you know, it's just gone. This is really There's cool because because uh, the heap's a happy place for a lot of people, especially yep. with these paper clips the criminal's going to be bringing. And you're yep. like, oh no, we actually closed that place down. Yep. So all the paper clip factory is blown up. <laughs> Super cool card, like literal silver bullet. But talk about the flexibility if you know they've been. If you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I mean, like every single faction has a thing that they're going to want to keep bringing back from the heap. Parasites. Yeah, those paras- those parasites, parasites are all gone. Um, you know, oh, the the shaper put both their ladies in the bin. Great. And this is this costs one, and it's not. Is it not a priority event? No, nope. it's, it's just like you spend just it whenever. It. Oh, let's see. I'll click, click, and what should I do? My last one. Oh, I know. Screw your entire plan. Yep. <laughs> for, for the rest, <laughs> of, the rest game, of the game. In fact, <laughs> this is this is finally that permanence. It's actually completely permanent. Yeah. It's just really, you truly, and finally gone. You don't need to to, to to like eke out and score a Kronos pro- protocol against their their crazy deck. Nope. This is just this is just gonna happen. Yeah. Unless- I have I've gone back and forth between Kronos Project or this in potential unleashed. Okay. Because like with those extra mills you're getting off of the stack, right? Oh, like yeah, if you geez. do manage to get a breaker in there or some other really good thing. Just get rid of it. Yeah. You can just bomb it with this. Crazy. Uh, and I don't I don't know which one I like better. I mean I think I like this better just because like we were talking about earlier, you want lower agenda density in Yep. Project and 
House of Knives is just so good. <laughs> Influence too. So hey, we can get that. We can get that. We, we're gonna see. We, we can see this everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Which is super cool. Um, Go purple. But they're not done yet. Nope. HB has also got one asshole cat. Yeah, more, another one. I guess this is just a better cat. It's just a meaner, a meaner cat than the other worse one. Worse cat. This is the Hellion beta test. Operation Black Ops. The other one was Gray Ops, I believe. Because yes. it, it just it just put the resource yeah. back. The cat just kind of chewed just, through the cord. Yeah, cost, one, cost of one. Chewing through your neck. <laughs> yes, cost one, influence three. Play only if the runner trashed an accessed corp card during his or her last turn. Trace two, if successful, trash two installed non-program cards. If unsuccessful, take one bad publicity. Wait a minute. I don't even have a cat, which is so great. That's so good. That's such that's a good, so good bit of flavor there. Yeah, yeah. And here we have this, like, it's got the crazy little bioroid cat that's just messing up everything. Yep. Uh, and that's, this is, this is, this is, this is pretty great. It's not bad. It's pretty um, great. Especially because, like, before, wasn't the condition on Hellion Alpha Test, like, it was the turn after they stole an agenda or something? It was, it was a turn. I forget what it was, but. I think so. it, it was, was, it was, it was a hard condition that was weird to meet. And uh, you just put a resource back on top of their deck, something, or something. like that. It, it, it yeah. wasn't as effective as this cat eating all your crap. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you know, if it's the turn after the the runner has trashed an access corp card, and you know, unless they're doing it with like wizard credits or imp, and I actually think the runner got to pick what the cat ate. That might even be. It might even be uh, that man. The man. first cat. These has borrowed. I know you 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 guys got this robot thing down, but man, you guys got to work on your cats. Yeah. Those cats could use some... Well, it's getting better. Because, like, this, you know, they've just paid... Unless, again, unless they're pulling some shenanigans, they just paid, like, good actual real hard credits to blow something up. Yep. So even though that trace has kind of, like, a low initial strength, you know, if you jack it up to four or five to blow up two of their installed cards and one of them's, like, a Temujin contract, the other one's Desperado. Yeah. I'll pay, I'll pay <laughs> four credits for uh, that. Cat eight. For sure. <laughs> it's like, where did I put that Temujin contract? <laughs> this cat's, like, just eating it. <laughs> Desperado, it's all fat. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think it's, like, in terms of an econ hate HB setup, it's actually not bad. Yeah, it's a cool card. Um, Again, the, the condition is the runner has to have done something that probably hurt you trash the Jackson or trash an access card. Yeah. Get rid of that ash or something before yeah. you can come back with that. But kind of a pretty cool. And if, if the runner is unwilling to trash your Adonis campaign because they know you're sitting on an Al a Hellion beta test. That's okay. That's <laughs> even better. <laughs> that's even better. Um, but, but it looks like NBN is more NBN has some fresh stuff. personnel. That's right. Who's this Nels? It's Alexa Belsky. Belsky. She's unique because she's a, she's a character. All the characters unique. Yep. She's wonder as five to trash. Oof, I'm not touching that. And she's kind of a weird sort of Jackson Howard replacement. <laughs> yep. Um, when you trash her, you shuffle all cards in HQ into R&D, but the runner may pay any number of credits they want to prevent one random card in HQ from being shuffled into R&D for every two credits they spend. Yeah, so you can, like, the runner can, like, bribe her to, like, not do her job as good? I think so. Is that kind of what's happening? Or to do her job badly? Because yeah, there's no random cards. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Huh. So, I mean, you know, if the runner's coming in for, like, they hypothetically have already paid to get into HQ, so it's like, okay, well, this can make the cost of your HQ access quite a bit more expensive yep. if they want to keep those cards there. So it's not like, you know, if they're coming in for a legwork and you're like, well, you're going to have to pay six more credits or your legwork isn't going to be worth anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Um, 
It's weird. It's kind of a weird card. Um, I, 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 what, what I do like is that, like, I guess she's, she's, she used to help runners because she says she's working a chop shop. Um, so I guess she used to like help out uh, runners. Now she's like working for the man. So like, there's, but still, you can still pay her on the side. Yeah, and everything yeah. is so cool. I like that. There's like gray characters. Yeah, almost yeah, right. Which yeah. is kind of cool. I mean, yeah. it, it's a strange ability. Yeah, <laughs> strange ability. It, it, until Jackson Howard rotates out, I don't know how much we might see Alexa. Yeah, I mean, I After know. that, maybe. Emphasis on maybe. Um, however, <laughs> a card I think a card I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of, uh, Observe and Destroy. So Observe and Destroy is um, somehow a gray ops, even though its name sounds very mean. Uh, we have a little drone flying around, right? Is that right? Yeah. Being controlled by a dude on his uh, handy-dandy Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Play, okay, so zero cost... Gray Ops operation costs one and one influence. Play only if the runner has fewer than six credits. As an additional cost to play this operation, remove one tag. Trash one installed card. This, any card. Any card. This, okay, this, and breaking news, is the dumbest. It's pretty gross. It's the dumbest. Because those tags are going to go away anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, the the supreme grossness is the one-two punch of closed accounts than this. Yeah. Right? Because closed accounts, okay, well, they, they have less than six credits because they have zero. <laughs> and then this or oh, whatever this econ they are, have to even try to come back. The yeah. daily cast, it has... It's yeah. gone now. It's the uh, Temujin. Never mind. It's the Temujin. It's always yeah. the Temujin now. Yeah. Holy cow! Um, it's pretty gross. So you want to? You want to? You know how that tag protection is really important. Maybe more important now, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I. I. Again, it's not like we need any more tag punishment, but it fits into an interesting place. Uh, with that less than six credits condition. Yeah, but that means they're already having a crap time. Yeah. So it's. It's, it's even worse. It's it's a. Da, da, I, da, 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 da. I guess. Well, no, it doesn't matter. Everyone has Temujin, so they all have like twenty eight dollars, right? Anyways, but man, yeah, like this is kind of like a this the, the, this can already hurt an already crippled runner, and it's like NBN's already good at like doing that, doing that. Yeah. No, it's it's good. I, I'm not saying it's not a bad card, but like and in, in, with this and breaking news and that kind of thing, it's like it's gonna. It's it's gonna be kind of ugly. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly. Yeah. You're gonna have to be very aware of your. Tagness and how to and not how, and be how much that money way. you have. Yeah, yeah. Stay on big money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we also have a service outage. I love the I love the art on this one. Actually. It is quite good. So this maybe, is maybe that is where that little drone flew off to. I think that might be what's going on. Well, what's great is the, is the the, the 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 rocket drone just fired one, which is so cool. Yep. Yeah. That's the service outage, all right. We yeah. blew up this relay station <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Nels, what is this? What is this? It's card? a one credit to play, one influence current, and what it does is, as an additional cost to make the first run on his or her turn, even through a card ability, unlike enhanced login protocol. Yep. The runner must spend one credit. So, Yikes. it's reverse paywall implementation. Yep. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's, I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's like, it's not going to turn the game around. Right. But no. if, if you need like a decent counter current, yep. especially if you're not like, you know, if you're not playing a deck that gives up a lot of agendas, eh, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's, like it's it, bad. it totally fits into the same, I think, space that something like paywall does. Yeah. And that, and that early game screw of like, okay, I thought I was setting up my econ, but now I need to actually pay to make my runs. Yeah. So, so yeah, that can, it can, it can, if you get one of these early, it can definitely slow down the runner's initial setup in a way that's, that's not too bad. Yep. Um, and because it's like, even to initiate the run, you know, if they have bad publicity or whatever, they, they still got to pay that real credit. 
period. Um, yeah, it's it's not bad. Yeah. But spe- speaking of things that are bad and explode <laughs> because of missiles. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. It looks it, lo- it looks like someone was in that building that was in that current picture. Yeah. This tell me tell me about boom. This we have a car called boom exclamation mark. So boom, I guess. Kaboom. Kaboom. We have we have our friend the wizard in his uh in his arc. Sure, or his flop house, his flop house in his in his, his and we, his dork cave, <laughs> and we have a missile just coming right at him, and he looks very surprised. Very great catch of, uh, very 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 great ex- expression drawn. Uh, Juan Manuel Timburis. Juan Manuel Timburis. Great job. Four cost double black ops operation. Three influence. One to trash, so you can be your own Edward Kim. <laughs> With one <laughs> you, you, you could be your own Edward Kim. But hey, with Edward Kim, this costs zero to trash folks, so there's that. You don't even have a choice. Play only if the runner has at least two tags. Oh, you mean like from a breaking news? Okay. <laughs> no. As an additional cost to play this operation, spend a click. It is a double after all. Do seven meat damage. Game over. This feels like a throwback to classic Netrunner. When it, it was kind like, of does when like like the what was it? I've got a rock. I think like take you, you take. had to have the runner needed. I think four tags for yeah. like ten damage or yeah. something it, like that. This is um, crazy. Pretty nuts. It's, so there's cards like Hard Hitting News now, Big Brother now. Like yep. it's not too difficult for uh, NBN anyways. Wayland can't find the damn runners, but. For, 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 for a lot of NBN cards, they can find the runner plenty of times with two tags and a boom. Yeah. yeah. What, so what? It's, uh, it's, it, man, this card, I, I strongly suspect that this card is going to see a lot. And by that, I mean a lot, a lot, a lot of play. Yeah. Even if, yeah, the, like, it's funny is even if you're in your dark cave with your plastic carapace on, like, this card can still chew through a lot of that and still whack you when you thought you were, like, safe. Yeah. Counter, um, counter, of course, with the one cost to get rid of it. But hey, then it's just in the bin. It's not gone forever. Correct. So so there's obviously the, the normal way to do this where you can like sleaze it out with, you know, breaking news. And then you like, you know, you put the breaking news down and then you advance, like, it, advance it once and then bring. Well, cause no, yeah, just advance it once. That's right. Just advance, advance it, once, it once. And then, you know, you get your, your, you're now one of Astro's Crypt token on there, score it. And then you use your last two clicks to boom, which is pretty cool. Yep. But what a lot of people have been doing mm-hmm. is return of our old friend, the most combolicious of all combos, <laughs> power shutdown and accelerated diagnostics. Yeah, right. And it's the the gross thing about. So if, if folks aren't familiar or have just f- thankfully forgotten, basically it's 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 a combination of Jackson Howard. Yep. Power shutdown. Yep. And accelerated diagnostics. Where yeah. first you power shut down. Everything into the bin, so your entire deck is in the archives. You res and use Jackson to put back the three cards you want. Probably most commonly in this setup, it's a twenty four seven new cycle, and then a pair of booms or maybe like the uh, the the hatchet job to get rid of like a blast crate, and then you boom or whatever. Because accelerated diagnostics lets you ignore extra cost, extra cost, like our doubles. The doubles, or the fact that you're supposed to forfeit an agenda with 24/7 news cycle with this, so it's literally all you have to do is score one breaking news, have a Jackson Howard on the board, and then that's it, and have a power shutdown in yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah, but, and you don't even necessarily need Jackson on the board. Like if you already have AD and power shutdown, yep. right? 
First click, install Jackson. Second, power shut down everything. Bring up Jackson, burn him. Third is AD. Um, it's kind of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, the best thing to do is what's what what what's that shard? The, the oh, name? Haiti shard. <laughs> yeah, the best thing to do is the Haiti shard because oh, you, Haiti shard or Eden shard. Yeah, because Either the shards way. you can actually make them money. They have the their, 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 their three sweet combo shuffle back in. Yep. You can just force them to draw two of them. Yep. Oh, Eden shard <laughs> is definitely the trolliest one. That's the trolliest with, one. With Haiti shard, you just win the game because you access all the rejects. Yeah, but it's way cooler if you're like, yeah. oh no, my, shard, you're like, my diagnostics. You, you're like, oh wait, draw two cards. Yeah. You're like, oh, but, oh, oh no, <laughs> I only have one click left, and it takes two clicks to play. Boom. Yeah. Woohoo. So um, so again though, we're, I know it's it's it's. It seems like a crazy powerful card, but we also have we also have a lot of great uh, make your hand stupid stupid big cards. You yep. know, we have a lot of uh, brain cages. We have a lot of uh, we have Adam's brain chips. He yep. can he can literally take a rocket and right. just he get up care. and dust himself he's off. He's a cool robot, and he's like, "I got we got to find this truth." And he walks around, <laughs> walks away. Um, what am I mean? Yeah, it's 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 like it it's it's one of those things where much like you know during the the Halcyon days of. You know, cerebral imaging, crazy yep. combo deck. It's like, at first it seems like, how could I possibly have done anything to one? But it's like, actually, this point is the fact that it's trashable. I mean, yep. it doesn't help with the power shutdown nope. thing, but if you're getting in there and stealing those breaking news first or getting those Jacksons in the bin, then there's nothing they can do. Yeah, like, I, I do think that runners are gonna. There's definitely a card you're gonna be aware be aware of when you when you, yes. when you build your deck. Correct. Definitely. Uh, my favorite bit of theme for being able to deal with this though is. Southside slums? Yes. It's like, you can't blow me up with your giant missile if I'm just like in the completely undocumented it, giant <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, because they already like chopped, like stripped it and like yeah, the parts are everywhere. Yeah, they're so like, I, they don't even have a, a, a connection to the network in there. So I guess you're just gone. I think someone made like the, the casing into a bowl and <laughs> painted it and sold it to a tourist. I don't right. know. Yeah, it's a. Uh, so they're, so they're, yeah, Salsa, yes, I definitely. And, and, and that's going to also help against a lot of the cards we've seen. Um, that they can keep bringing back. Yeah, like potential unleashed, uh, controlling the message. Like, I think even more so, when it came out, it was good, but I think now it's very easy to make yeah. a case for so bringing guys, in Guys, think about slums. hitting those slumps. You yeah. Know, definitely. Get, get, get grungy. Although, okay, so my favorite theme thing with this, mm -hmm. and this is, it's just, it's just, it's potential, hard to say, but I really hope that this card has been art directed very, very specifically because when set rotation happens, we're going to lose three runners. Right? <laughs> we're going to lose Wizard, yep. Chaos Theory, and Andromeda. Oh, jeez. It doesn't necessarily mean that they die. Or how... how uh, we, we Although clearly in Wizard's case, that happened. Or else um, it was a sacrificial clone, and he has to lay low for a couple cycles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. But maybe, like, you know, Andromeda finally gets her cast out, so she's going to retire, and Chaos Theory, like... Gets older and goes nope. away to school, or, or becomes child star, and it's like, oh, sure, now, sure. She, she, now she doesn't want to run. She's right. gonna be all screwed up. Like she's, she's got too much money. Yeah. Um. So, but if kind of through this cycle and then the next cycle, uh, which was actually just announced, it's on Mars. Whoop. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's super I cool. Think we'll talk about that more. And the clans. Time, so. yeah, no, no, don't burn good cast. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. But if in this cycle and the Red Sand cycle, if they kind of have one card that's kind of like, oh, this is how this character is exiting the, the rotation. That would be very, very cool. Yeah. And what an opener by showing this is the way you go. Yes. With, with, with our good friend, the wizard. <laughs> and I would be doubly excited if, well, actually, okay, there, there are a bunch of things that make me excited. <laughs> I'd be triply if, excited. If, if they're all, like, mechanically thematic as well, because, like, the, the card that's blowing up wizard is itself a trashable 
operation so he that could, you could have paid to trash if you with were a wizard. wizard yep, yep, that's right? true. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, the the absolute coolest thing would be if there are also corresponding runner cards that show the corporations that appeared during the Genesis and Spin Cycle also disappearing. That, um, That's a little bit harder to illustrate, right? Like, I don't know how you it's demonstrate hard, that, like, like, oh, replicating perfection is Down gone. on his luck. Like, no. down on their luck. Closing the doors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But if that happened, if there was just kind of like a little wink nod, and a nod yeah. to where everything is going. Which, which, this is games full of winks and nods, yes, which is, is great. Replete with winks <laughs> and nods. Replete with winks that and nods. That would be very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are going to see... I think a lot of boom. Yep. Um, and it's very cool, and I like it. Yeah, and so Wayland got another card. The most expensive current that they have. They have three currents. We got Paywall. Oh, yeah. We have Housekeeping, everybody's favorite. And we Is also it have, Housekeeping also three? It's two. Oh, really? I believe so. Oh. And we have Door to Door, which is like, this is, Wayland's getting fed up, and um, they're just sending Black Ops to just like... Yep. To get you. Kick this down. Nope. Kick this down. That's like, they're getting, <laughs> right. they're getting pretty mean here. It's a cost three, influence two. This card is not trash until another current is played or agenda is stolen. Cost three. We got an expensive current here, yep. folks. When the runner's turn begins, trace one. Not very big, but yeah. if successful, do one meat damage if the runner is tagged. Otherwise, give the runner one tag. So initially, I wasn't like super excited about this. Me neither. Um, I mean, it does kind of remind me of City of Surveillance. And at first, you're like, City of Surveillance, eh, okay, whatever, it's not a big deal. But, like, having to pay that one credit every turn to avoid that City Surveillance tag is pretty annoying. Yep. Also, when the Wayland engine, money engine gets going, like, they can play yeah. around with that So tag. the thing I realized that does make this very good, right, is that, like, you know, your classic Wayland meat damage kill setup is, like, SEA source yep. and a couple of Scorches. Yep. But now... But the treatment of that is like, oh, well, when the runner sees that Wayland is moneying up, they're like, ah, if I don't run, then I won't get tagged and I'll be okay. Yeah. But you put this down. If and you there's, an, there's guys going to your house. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the runner doesn't have an econ advantage, then they're gonna, you can just dump as much money as you need into that trace. They get tagged without you spending a click. And you can still go like Scorch Boom or consulting visit into a boom or whatever yeah right um, if you if you mentioned or like sea source and then a boom right yeah so it's like it's a way to give them tags clicklessly without the runner actually doing anything and as long as no the run successful runs no stealing agendas yeah, it's literally i pay three credits next turn if you don't get rid of this current i can spend as much money as i want to give you a tag yeah but they'll, you'll, they'll get a tag and they still get the turn to take it off right like it's at the beginning of the runner's turn oh is it the beginning of the runner's turn or the corpse turn i think it's the runner's turn at the beginning of the Renaissance. Oh, never mind. So it's okay. not as cool. <laughs> never mind. As <laughs> never it's mind. Like, That's not as cool as I thought it was. They, indeed. Yeah, yeah, they actually get a chance to like run and hide or like clear the. So tag. if you've scored two false leads, <laughs> yeah, here it is. Exactly, exactly. I know, right? This is this is how hard Wayland has to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Never mind. It's <laughs> NBN's like breaking news. We just fired a missile at Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's like yeah. What happens? Wayland's like. Doing, doing like the hard work, the blue collar SWAT guys. That's true. The only way to do it is just literally to go to every house, and they're like, "If you guys just have surveillance drones everywhere, you know exactly where to go." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, if it, it, it feels like, um, did you, did you watch Narcos? No. 
So Narcos is great because it's like a, it's like it's it's true about um, you know in in Colombia and yeah it's it's awesome and it's very very cool. But what's make what makes it awesome is that it's a period piece in like the you know or mid eight like mid 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 eighties like late seventies. Yeah. So the cops tech sucks right, <laughs> and it's like that's what's so hard for people. Like it feels like that those guys pound the pavement and stuff. Like the cops feel like whaling to me. They right. try so hard <laughs> to find to to, to to find these drug lords and stuff right. like that. And and NBN feels like the the cops now where they're like oh we have a bunch of drones and like use his credit card twice so we know yeah. exactly where he is we said it we said it a robot with a bomb attached yeah. to it and just blew the guy up <laughs> exactly and you're like oh that's a thing now we live in a bad world oh no Whalen guys have like bad haircuts and they smoke and they're like we just can't seem to find him yeah <laughs> we also have one more current now let's finish, yeah. out, finish this off what's this yeah. unlike door to door this one is uh, a bit more vicious mm-hmm. it is just neutral no influence which is cool it is one credit to play and what it does is that the install cost of every resource the runner installs is increased by two. Yikes. Two that, huge credits. That is a swing and a half Yep, for one cost. Wild side now costs five credits. Uh, yeah, dude, do, do you even want to play your daily cast? Yep. Hey, look, Temujin's almost a fair card even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, oof, it's... You are when this hits the table, you are sad. Yeah, um, I actually played against uh, Keith with this, and what was cool is he used it in that um, soul. Yeah, the mm. recycle. It's what's always out. Always up. The resources are always scarce. And what's yeah. cool is if the guy's not playing heavy resource, then just do the other stupid currents that screw yeah, up even more. I, I, it feels like a good setup is two targeted marketings and two of these. Yep. Because then you're just kind of like, oh, if you haven't put your resources down yet, here's all the bad stuff. And then they've got most of their stuff together now, so they've kind of like either dealt with or some other ways mitigated the resource install. You're like, yep. okay, but uh, yeah, I know you don't have paperclip down yet. Targeted marketing. Paperclip. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks like the resource, and it's, and it's great. The image is awesome. We got yep. to the, the, a Prysec group, actually, that no one took, uh, no one took a, uh, Ownership of the event looks yeah, like well, it's the Water Tower Massacre. Yeah, which probably sounds was pretty, exactly like it sounded. So, yeah, it sounds pretty bad. Good. <laughs> they didn't have a guy's name and things. Black Orchestra, like uh, when that thing happened. Yeah, so call it the water. Like what happened? There were people massacred at the, at the Water, water tower. tower. We should call it the Water, water Tower Massacre. massacre. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So as far as like neutral currents go. I, I would take this over lag time. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I, I had some crazy high high ice strength strategy. Um, yeah. Yep. So that, that is escalators. Yeah. We have been escalated. That's right. There is nowhere left to go now. Except <laughs> we still have three more data packs in the cycle. Yep. So this is like only the halfway point. Yeah, this is the halfway point. I don't point. know I don't where even things know. are going from here, but it's going to get nuts. Maybe it's going to be really lukewarm and like kind of like... <laughs> But yeah, talk about a bunch of crazy cards. Yeah. Yeah, very cool um, stuff. Speaking of, mm-hmm. we had some cool mailbag questions this week. Our buddy Justin Liu, hmm. he very topically asks, what escalation cards do you think we will see in the top 16 at, at Worlds? Worlds? This, this Any would, IDs? This would be a great uh, pool, you know? Yeah. This would be totally. a really fun pool. Um, uh, top 16. I mean, I think uh, runner side... May I mean maybe we might see Omar. Man, that'd be it's great. Not impossible. Omar just with his cane. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I think if if there's a, a the tricky bit is is that Worlds will not include the next data pack, the name of which I forget. Right. Um, so smoke will not be on the table. Yep. So and the thus, crazy. So the probably her Merker won't be mm-hmm. there. I would be. I mean, like maybe someone could pull some crazy stealth kit or like stealth Kate setup and stealth get into. Kate. 
then get into the, yeah. Yeah, the top 16. Maybe if that's the case, I mean, like if there's a stealth deck, then top 16, it, there's no question. Netmerker will be in there. Yep. Um, and I think there's a chance we might see Omar or Obelis. Yeah, like strong cards. In, in like a, just like a super aggro econ denial, like tag me Faust multi-access deck. Obelisk is just, just gross. We can see that in noise, right? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. So yeah. it's, could um, see that. Possibly, if, if I had to put my money on one thing, I'd probably put it on Obelis. I'm thinking... Unless someone top 16s with Adam. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. That would, that would, would make be, my day. I would be so happy if I'd that be, was the I'd case. Be, that made me so happy. Uh, um, I think side, we could, Boom could make a play. I suspect... I, some there's booms. a strong chance for I think, Boom. I think um, Arc Lockdown... Yep. Because it's just so flexible. Yep. And Arc Lockdown is just, you can actually turn off some decks. Like that that stupid Haley Crapland deck that she yep. keeps bringing back David over and over and over again. I, w- I would play three of these and just keep saying David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and similarly, uh, scarcity of resources. Yeah. Just because a lot of the really vicious runner decks right now are really resource intensive. Yeah. Because um, like, like Temujin isn't going to be in like every, every, every runner deck. Every, every runner deck is going to have it. So like the court needs a way to stop these resources. Maybe send that weird cat at them. I don't think that's yep. going to happen. But. <laughs> yeah and i think if depending on like when rumor rail came out it feels like the the rumor of it was so intense that a lot of people are like oh you just you just can't play glacier anymore but i think that that might mean that not that many people are actually running rumor mill yeah i know unless <laughs> you might be fine like just doing a straight up hardcore like plana glacier and if you sure. did that i suspect we would see dna or rp even that you would see dna tracker because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that is like tracker just I think, expensive but mean yeah ha- have you ever played against someone that's like you know just by reputation like really good and then they hit you with the dna tracker right like it feels <laughs> like it's like you know i just don't think i can win this game yeah <laughs> So that one's a maybe. Sure, maybe it's it 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 is one of those like crazy overkill cards like win better and it's yeah. some people don't need those cards yeah. too. Uh, if I had to pick just one runner side, I'd definitely pick Obelisk, and then one corpse side, probably Arc. I I think Arc Arc's the safe pick. Boom's the crazy pick. Yeah, we're gonna see some like rockets happen at Worlds, and that'd be super crazy. Yeah, I mean this this would be the thing, right? Like when when I went to Worlds last year. Um, I would definitely have expected there to be like a lot of murder decks in the top 16, but then this was when Harpsichord was huge. Yep. Um, and thus everyone teched really hard against, against huge it, against it, against, and then uh, so many, I've had worses that I hit that day. So many, <laughs> so many, even with traffic accident. Um, so that is what makes me like touch reluctant to, sure. to, to point at boom just Pe- because like if it's doing really well, people are going to tech hard against it. And when you tech hard against it, you can tech, re- you can just turn it off. Yeah. Right? And also I think people are also practicing with decks that um, they're really comfortable with and introducing a lot of new cards unless they've been proxying for months and months and months, which hey could totally happen because we all know those spoilers sneak out. I think it's like a lot of the newer, newer, newer cards just might not make like make the cut. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we got a little bit more mail. Damien O'Day asks, "Has Jinteki's potential truly been unleashed? Will HD be <laughs> architects?" I think I think Jesse believes that it has. <laughs> yeah, I just was in a. I'm, I I haven't been like the happiest lately. Maybe 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 I'm just like a little bit down in the dumps. But I was just after playing Jinteki Power Unleashed, I was just like, I. 
I was just like destroyed. Um, it's, it is a, fam- yeah. When, when one of those decks that feels really oppressive shows up until you kind of figure out yeah. how to deal with, it. I mean, like, I, I mean, there, it, it, I think it will always be kind of troublesome, but there's a gulf between troublesome and just, I don't know what I could have done until you figure that out. They're yep. really a bummer to play. Against. Yeah. Uh, the question goes on with, will HB be the architects of tomorrow's meta? Why can't Wayland ever set the world alight? Is Whoa. what the question is. I think with Boom, they're going to be doing a bit more. Boom? Well, <laughs> well, again, though, again, that's like two tags. That's yeah. two tags? I mean, I think probably the 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 way that Wayland will be able to utilize Boom best will be with mid-season replacements. Yep. Um, and now that they have Consulting Visit, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we, you, you only have one mid season, right? And you can get your big money really early. So then you, you know, you get your big money. Runner finally steals something. You go cool. Consult to these mid season replacements, and then all you got to do is use consulting again next turn or whatever else to find boom and and blow them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so again, they got to borrow from the the kings of tag. Yep. And kill NBN. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, like, like I don't know. I think. Uh, Again, again, I really, I like, I really like your idea of uh, the DNA tracker, Blue Sun. That'd be pretty cool. That is pretty um, cool. And Blue, Blue Sun is a is a is a deck that's tricky to play against and tricky to play. Yeah. Um, high skill ceiling stuff. Um, yeah. I I I have actually played a lot of uh, builders of nations or forgers of builder rusty nations. girders or <laughs> kings yeah. of rusty girders. Kings of rusty girders. And I guess like there's been a couple of games where I actually managed to just like fluke out or trick out scoring a cleaners. Ah, and the game is like crazy, right? Man. It feels like I'm like, oh man, what a powerful ID. But it's like, <laughs> prior to that, I've I, I played against people that like I'll put a plasgreet down. I guess you're, uh, I guess you're turned off for four turns. Um, <laughs> right, and then you're so just kind of like, like, well, like, well, well I guess I am. <laughs> but that's okay. Like it's just, I, you know, got to root for the underdog because eventually, you know, I've always been a big Anarch fan, and when they weren't in season, now they're just like everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. So we'll... Wayland's time will come. It will come. Yeah. It will come. Yeah. Not quite yet, but it'll come. It'll and be- I, I think you can I think you can actually... You can still have a good Wayland setup now, but I understand the frustration when so much of their stuff relies on tagging, yeah. and then NBN just has such good tagging tools. Yeah. And then even uh, the attrition game and stuff is handled like... like again, uh, Wayland takes people with flamethrowers into the ghetto, but Jinteki just keeps like zapping their brain, and it does way better job of it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like Wayland is doing everything the hard way. Yes, <laughs> they're just they're like they're you know sometimes you just got Sisyphus, you just got to keep just got to keep rolling keep that rolling boulder. That boulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we better wrap things up. Yep, I think if I did sound. Extra negative. I think the game's in a great place, and I did. I do have a lot of fun still. Playing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, this is like the, this cycle has been kind of bonkers in a way that is exciting. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm usually just like amped because it's like because winning feels greater now. Yeah, and like it's. I don't know. Very, 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 very. very yeah, cool we've stuff. both been slammed pretty recently, so we haven't been playing a ton of games. Yeah. But I think even if we had, I suspect we would still have quite a bit of difficulty predicting what the meta is going to look like. Definitely. For worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It will be. It will be very interesting. I'm excited. It's coming up soon. It's yeah, like super it's like soon. A couple weeks. Couple um, weeks. So and FFG is going to be streaming oh, a yeah. bunch of their ta- the the cool games on their Twitch stream. So, so everybody check be, that I'm out. I'm be very excited because I because they're going to have some great coverage. That's going to be yeah. super fun. It's going to be great. Oh, now watching. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do something. For that day. Okay. I don't know what. Let's think about it. Yeah, Let's jam on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, as always, thank you very much, Mr. Gordon McClattery. New digs. Congrats on the new house. That's Gordon. right. New digs. Cool, cool new house. Come for your studio. This one probably won't be so hot in the summer. Mm, but we're also right by a creek. I know. What? So atmospheric. Mm-hmm. 
Creek of Nations. <laughs> Creek Unleashed. Creek Unleashed. Creek Unleashed. Well, as an aside, we were talking about the of Gordian Blade earlier while Gordon was setting up, and he's like, Guardian Blade. Yeah. And we're like, man, that's really good. <laughs> I think an alt art might need to be created. Alt art for uh, but yes, thank you very much, Gord, Shell the Bit Audio. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, thoughts, feedback, further mailbag questions for us, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Term7 or on the good old-fashioned email at Terminal7 at IdleThumbs.net. And finally, as always, mm. thank you very much to Mr. Ed Harrison for letting us use his track, Tin Soldiers from the Neo Tokyo OST, is our intro and outro music. If, as we've said, if after 55, 56, <laughs> 56, 56 episodes. episodes, you don't owe, the, owe this album yet, uh, you, you owe it to Ed. So you should just head on over and get it. And that's available at edharrison.bandcamp.com. That should be a question I send into Terminal 7. <laughs> what episode, what episode are we on? Turner, what episode number is this? You ready? Yep.